Welcome back to the Find Your Fearless podcast. I am your host, Erica Hepperly, your favorite feminine lifestyle elevation coach, clinical hypnotherapist, and founder of the Fearless Feminine Project. In this podcast, we share the raw and the real moments of what it means to live your life fearlessly. From living life in corporate to building my life self-portrait, I am here to empower you to live the radiant life you have been dreaming of in a body you love. We will help you unlock your potential through deeper holistic healing, spiritual elevation, personal intimacy, and business expansion. You will finally witness the abundance of magic and miracles flow their way to you. Because when you live your life fearlessly, mm, that's when your metamorphosis starts to happen. Hello, my love. Welcome back. And I know, I know, I know it's been about five months since I have recorded a podcast. And that's what I'm here to talk to you about today. Hitting the elephant in the room. What the hell happened? Where have I been? So it all started with construction outside of my home where they were jackhammering and construction workering and doing all of the things that it takes to do a remodel. And it was driving me up the wall. I would go to schedule a podcast guest and 10 minutes before the recording, there would be men outside my window jackhammering or using some sort of machinery. And it would be so loud that I would have to reschedule the guest. Became so embarrassing. These people that I had scheduled out months in advance I had to reschedule, but they're busy. They don't have time to reschedule, right? So then I went into the solo episodes. And then as I started to do the solo episodes, my plate became super duper full. I was launching Fearless and Flourish 2.0. I was in the process of learning how to navigate my energy through a newly restructured mentorship and mastermind that I had created, Fearless and Flourish 2.0. And so from there, I was building out the course for these women and it just goes on. I then got so far away from recording that it became out of my weekly habits, out of my weekly rituals. But now I'm back and I have this new desire to share and create content. I was showing up still on Instagram, but I feel that platform is super limited. And I want to share with you the juice. I want to share with you what's been on my mind. I want to share with you the new learnings. I want to share with you everything. And so that's what this podcast was created for. And that's what it's going to be. So I'm going to get into the groove of just doing solo episodes once a week. That way... I can become consistent. And if I find the need to call in a guest speaker, it will just be a little treat for you. So um, I think what I want to speak to on this episode is about protecting your energy and releasing shame and guilt. Okay, so we grow up in this society that has taught us to please others, give to others, be selfless, right? 
But at the end of the day, it ends up coming into a wall of burnout or resentment because you've heard the saying before, you cannot give from an empty cup. You cannot give when you have nothing to give, right? So when it comes to your energy, it is super important to take energetic inventory. And I have my clients do this all the time. But basically, the really important thing is to make a T-chart. One side is going to be energetic input and one side is going to be energetic output. This is how I started to see where I was giving my energy and where I was lacking giving myself back the energy. So the energetic input is going to be the side where you give back to yourself. So that can be things like setting boundaries that I don't answer, client messages after 8 p.m. That can be taking a bath every night to wind down. That can be celebrating yourself when you've hit a certain milestone in your life or in your business, right? Giving back to yourself is the energetic input. What is filling up your cup? On the other side, you have energetic output. What are all the things that you give your energy to or you allow your energy to be taken, right? So understanding where you are giving your energy and understand where you are refilling your energy. That is going to be super duper important when it comes to having and living a fulfilled life, honoring yourself. So that way you can show up for all of those in your life, for your family, for your friends, for your kids, for your clients, for anything that you are giving your energy to and where they look forward to having you fully energized, fully alive, and fully in a place of joy. So for me, I started to take inventory and I realized that The most important place my energy needed to go was to fill back my own cup up, fill up my own cup, and to pour into my clients to make sure that they were being served at the highest level. And by the time I had poured into their course, their modules, their beautiful sisterhood circles, uh, weekly workshops, and their one-on-one calls, I had no energy left or I should say no creative energy left to give to the podcast. So recently I've taken new inventory and now that the modules are done, I've already graduated one class of Fearless and Flourish. I'm in my groove and I'm able to take the space and time to come up with juiciness for this podcast, right? So first is taking energetic inventory. Second, is understanding where you need to set boundaries when it comes to your energy. So boundaries are just like the things I said. No client conversations after 8 p.m. I won't look at my phone until after 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. I will give myself one day a week where I pour into myself for a half a day or a full day. I will say no when I don't want to do something because it's not energetically aligned. And I will say yes when it fills up my energetic cup. 
So setting boundaries. And a lot of times we face fear when it comes to setting boundaries. We're afraid that we're going to let people down. We feel guilt and shame by not showing up because people expect us to be there, right? We get scared that people are going to get angry because they have these expectations. But at the end of the day, those that are supposed to be in your life will honor your boundaries. The ones that are benefiting from you not having boundaries, not honoring yourself, not knowing your worth, are the ones that get to gracefully make their way out of your life, right? So there's that. But it also allows you to pave a path or to show people what it's like to honor yourself, what it's like to set boundaries. And this in turn can help them see where their boundaries may be lacking, see where they can honor themselves a little bit more. Because at the end of the day, when you act from a place of love, when you act from a place of expansion, and when you fill your own cup up, you get to show people what's possible. So often we're stuck in this place of fear, fear of what people might think, fear of judgment, fear of rejection. But what if we could alchemize that fear into love, into expansion, into leading the way, eating to be, leading to be a light leader? Imagine if everyone just tiptoed around their truth. Imagine if everyone played small. Imagine if everyone sat in the fear of rejection, of judgment, we would never have the leaders that have created massive change in this world. Because there's always going to be someone that has something to say, that judges, that looks at you from a place of resentment or envy. But at the end of the day, the more you stand on your truth, the more you set your boundaries, the more you honor what feels energetically aligned to you, the more you get to help others wake up to this lifestyle as well. And so rather than sitting in a place of shame or guilt when it comes to setting boundaries, knowing what is or isn't energetically aligned for you in that moment of that day, we can release that shame, that guilt, and turn it into a path or an example for others to live that way as well. So when it comes to guilt and it comes to shame, we often get them mixed up and think they're the same thing. They do share a lot of common ground, but when it comes to guilt, I am going to read a little excerpt from my favorite book, Emotional Intimacy, by Robert Augustus Masters, where he says, guilt is something we do with shame, just as aggression is something we do with anger, and content is something we do with disgust. Where shame interrupts what we're doing Guilt short circuits such interruption, putting on the brakes after we've acted out the behavior in question. Guilt is a little more than frozen shame. 
shame that's been infused with some degree of fear. Most of the time, guilt manifests as the self-punishing sensation of having violated some sort of private contract or moral agreement. When we're busy beating ourselves up, we're in all likelihood mired in guilt. Where shame exposes us, guilt splits us. Mm, I just love that excerpt from that book. And so when you start to really understand the core emotions, you really start to create emotional intimacy with those emotions. And in turn, you really get to create a fulfilling, an intimate, a deep relationship and understanding with yourself that's backed by awareness, that's backed by love, that's backed by integrity. And we stop resenting ourselves. We stop getting in our own way. And we start to move through these emotions with grace, with compassion, right? So when we're working with shame and guilt, we have to go to the understanding of shame and fear. Because guilt is something that we do with shame, it's really important that we step far back out enough to work with the shame, to open up our hearts, set aside moral righteousness, because feeling guilty doesn't help anything, right? And so in order to work with shame and guilt, I'm going to, again, share a little practice from Robert Augustus Masters in Emotional Intimacy. And he shares, think of something you feel guilty about. Close your eyes and breathe in the feeling of your guilt. Focusing as closely as possible on the details of whatever it is you feel guilty about. Instead of putting yourself down for your misdeed, Simply feel the raw shame of it, letting your body assume whatever position fits best or expresses this feeling. Stay with this for a few moments. Now pick up a small pillow and hold it against your heart and solar plex with both hands. Keep your eyes closed and imagine that the pillow is the shamed you when you were a child. Embrace the little one with compassion, at once tender and protective. You are not excusing the misdeed, but you are simply giving what is shamed in you room to breathe, open, and be present, and keeping it from freezing into guilt. Stay with this for the few moments. Mmm, so good. And as you can see, the ability to develop emotional intimacy is a practice. And because the patriarchal society has shown us or taught us to be strong, to have courage, to shove our emotions under the rug and don't talk about them. We have stuffed and stored emotions for far too long that some of us feel numb. Some of us feel anxious, overwhelmed, and those aren't emotions. Those are energy without motion. 
And so what I really teach with my clients is developing the awareness around their behaviors, their triggers, their projections, their judgments, and how that relates to or how they respond, I should say, through their emotions. And I spend a lot, uh, the first portion of the program, really allowing them to feel what specific emotions feel like. Because if you've never sat with your emotions, it's scary as hell or unfamiliar or feels unsafe. Growing up, we may have been taught to never cry in public. That strong woman don't cry. That anger is bad. That sadness is weak. But actually, emotions are just energy in motion. So when you can move through them, they don't stay stuck or sticky in your being and manifest into depression or anxiety or overwhelm or numbness. You get to feel the entire spectrum from love all the way to guilt and shame and fear of what it means to be a human. So this whole tangent started because I was feeling shame or guilt for not showing up on here consistently, not giving you the value that you subscribed to my channel for. And while we're at it, I will be back with multiple episodes, weekly episodes that will give you the juice. And so if you could do me a massive, 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 massive favor, Go ahead and subscribe to this channel, follow along, and give me a little review down under to let me know what you like or what you want in this podcast. And remember, take energetic inventory, decide where you're giving too much energetic output, set those boundaries by speaking your truth, allow what needs to fall away to fall away to make room for more of what's in alignment for your soul and your heart and spend time with guilt and shame to alchemize them into more space, more understanding, more connection to yourself. And I will see you next week for a new episode.